Hi, my love. Welcome to the Goddess Given Truth. This is Jess, your host. (sighs) Where do I even begin today? I don't even know. I just got back from Costa Rica. I was there for, I believe, 11 days and I experienced one of the most wild, juicy, mind-blowing, emotional roller coaster experiences I've ever had in my entire life. And I feel like it's completely changed who I am as a woman and how I feel about myself and how I embrace everything that I am. And uh, I'm so happy that I'm coming on here to share with you this powerful experience and I'm so grateful for you for listening because this has truly become such a safe space for me and so much gratitude for all the love that you have been sharing with me with your reviews and your ratings and messaging me about the podcasts and sharing how you felt about the stories that I was expressing so Today, I just feel so happy and I'm so grateful that I get to come on here and really share my experience with you with what I went to last week, which was Layla Martin's 2023 Vita Retreat. And for those of you who aren't really aware, Layla Martin is a really epic sex, love, and relationship coach, and she is who I'm working to be certified with. And the retreat that we went to was one of the most powerful feminine embodiment experiences that I've ever been to in my entire life. It challenged me, it shook me, it awakened me, it empowered me, it literally stripped me down bare naked. I think 90 women have seen my pussy, 90 women have seen my breasts, seen me strip, seen me fully embrace everything that I am have heard my voice and uh, yeah, honestly, this podcast is me really integrating everything because I haven't sat down and just shared the whole experience with anyone and I'm not going to go into extreme detail because I don't want to spoil it for people who are interested in doing this experience, Um, but I'd really love to share just the lessons that I learned through going through a retreat that was really, really intense and really, really wild and something that I actually, I didn't know at all what we were going to be doing. So I just fully trusted Goddess Layla and traveled to Costa Rica and fully surrendered to this experience that she had to offer. And if there's one thing that I learned about Layla, it was that she is such pure divine incredible fucking love and i'm so grateful that i had the opportunity to just bathe in her presence bathe in her teachings and and really indulge in the practices that she had to offer and um yeah there is a core lesson that i learned throughout this whole experience and For some reason right now, I'm feeling so much resistance around sharing it. Like I feel really, really uncomfortable to talk about it, but it feels expansive to share and it feels like it's going to heal shame for me because at this retreat, I saw the on-site 
uh, psychologist, I think about three times because this experience was really, really, really hard for me. And to give you an idea, like we were stripping for other women. We did pussy healing with each other. We, we weren't having sexual relationships and relations with each other. We weren't having sex together. It was really, um, the practices were you being in your own individual experience while having a space holder and someone to connect with you and touch you and hold you in a powerful way, not where you're sharing sexual energy, but where it's safe for you to fully experience your own sexual sexual energy while being held in a sacred space. And it brought so much up for me. And I feel like one of the biggest lessons that I learned throughout this entire experience is where I was being a doormat and where I was letting people walk all over me, not that they were mean people or not that they were intentionally trying to, it's more just that I was feeling disconnected from my own power of doing what I wanted and seeing my values and my boundaries as important and Oftentimes, when we're learning how to set boundaries, it gets learned in a really difficult way because you get to learn through the pain of the boundary being crossed and you get to sit with the reality where you either held down your truth or didn't speak up or didn't get up and walk away when you felt you needed to or didn't do the thing that you specifically wanted to do and oftentimes the lessons when it comes to learning how to set boundaries in our life are learned through some pain and throughout this experience I I'm just going to start off by saying like this experience was beautiful it was perfect it was powerful and I truly now believe because I have held epic retreats where I challenge people. I love challenging people. I think it's really, really important for people to be challenged because it's so awakening and so empowering and really helps people finish loops that haven't been finished before. And if you're coming to the Live Your Legacy retreat, oof, you're going to experience this. You're going to be pressed up against experiences where you're going to need to relive certain timelines and act on them in a different way, in a way from your power and have an opportunity to reintegrate your decision-making, your boundary setting, and your way of being into your nervous system and really root into your power. And that's what a lot of this experience was for me, where one of the first practices I had to fully feel the child and teenager within me that allowed my parental figure to walk all over me, to purge their emotions onto me, to scream at me, right? When you're a child, you have nowhere to go. And something that was really blocking me from my power was being a bit of a freaking doormat. And I had that rooted into my nervous system because from the age of zero to the age of 15 when I moved out of my parents' house, 
I had a mom who wasn't so happy. Like she just wasn't a very happy person and she drank alcohol and got into very emotional states and would oftentimes take it out on me, take it out on my dad and take it out on my grandmother even. And there was these really hard experiences that I had to relive in my body And I got to really behave the way that I wish I knew how to behave when I was younger. And I got to fully reintegrate the version of me who fucking says no, who fully stands up for herself, who creates boundaries, who gets up and walks away when they need need to, or who talks back when they need to. And it's been so powerful because, well, I've only been back for like, two days but for example it's been so deeply integrated that I was at the airport yesterday and my luggage is lost I still don't have it it's being shipped to my house today but they lost my luggage and I waited at the baggage claim at the carousel probably for like an hour until I decided like okay I have to go now get into a line to tell the airport that they need to ship their luggage my luggage to my house because I knew it had definitely been lost so I finally make my way to this lineup and this lineup is so long and there's one teller there's one guy sitting there helping people one by one and I think I waited for like 20 minutes when I realized he'd only done two people and there was dozens of people in front of me like I was I would have waited there for three hours And meanwhile, my kids were in the car with grandpa. So my two three-year-old daughters were waiting in the car with grandpa and I was sitting there far back in the line and I was like, they're going to be waiting forever if I don't do something. And I, I got out of the line and I went to the front of the line, like three persons behind, three people behind the first, the beginning of the line. And I asked this woman that I had recognized from the plane and I was like, listen, like I have my two three-year-old daughters in the car. They're really cranky by now. It was like 9 p.m. I have grandpa in the car. I, if I wait at the back of that line, like we're all completely screwed. I still had to drive like a two-hour drive to Ottawa after figuring out what was happening with my baggage. And I was like, can I please go in front of you? And she was like, yeah, of course, like, that's totally fine. And then she even checked in with the guy that was right behind her. And she was like, is it okay if like she goes in front of us? He was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So they let me go in front. And then even then I still had to wait like another 30 minutes because there was two people in front of me. And there was a guy like a couple people back and he started to get mad at me. And he was like, it's just not fair that you cut online. It's super disrespectful. And it's super blah, 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 blah. And I <laughs> I felt so rooted in my power to do what I needed to do in that moment. And yes, be like a little bit disrespectful to the people behind me because I got to put my freaking experience ahead of everyone else's and honestly you might be thinking like oh you're such a bitch like (laughs) why would you do that or or yeah that's totally unfair and and in my mind I'm like I am someone who used to not raise their hand in class because I was so afraid 
to seem stupid or to bother people or to be in the spotlight or to bring any form of attention to me or to be a burden to the teacher. I, I, I even noticed like at some points in the retreat, we'd be in the middle of a teaching and I'd be afraid to get up and go pee because I was so afraid that I would have eyes on me or I would be a burden or that it would feel disrespectful to the teacher. Like there's, there was all this contemplating and second guessing around my behaviors and around the, how my actions are affecting other people and how other people are going to see me. And yesterday, I feel like I got to fully embody that energy of like, I don't give a fuck what you think. I need to do what I need to do right now. And what is so beautiful is I asked this woman very respectfully. I shared my honest truth, my honest experience, and I fully allowed myself to receive her giving that to me. And I fully allowed myself to receive her being part of the discomfort because he, the guy who was complaining wasn't only mad at me, he was also mad at her for letting me go in front of her. And I was just letting myself fully be in this experience. And I remember looking at the guy and I wasn't even mad and I was like, yeah, sir. And you, you know what? Like, I'm not going to go back into the line. So I would really like to know, like, what do you need? Do you need an apology? Like, do you need me to say sorry? And that kind of just diffused his energy completely, right? Like I didn't fight back. I didn't throw gas on the fire. I was just like, yeah, I hear you. I would be frustrated too. And I'm not changing my mind. Like I'm staying here. So like, how can I support you in this moment for like this one second? Like, do you need an apology? Like, what do you need? And uh, he just stopped talking to me and fully ignored me after. And I was like, there we go. And there was parts of the old self that were coming up within me that was afraid and nervous. And and I was like, oh, like, what if I don't even know, you know, like my nervous system was just reacting so strongly. And I, I remained so fucking rooted in my energy of like, A, usually what I would do is I would just numb out and be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care what they think. So I would like numb out and say, I don't give a fuck, which we all know that when someone says, I don't even care, they really care. Like they actually do really, really care. So instead of just numbing out and saying like, whatever, I don't care what he thinks. And then overthinking it for days after I was like, okay, yeah, I do actually really care about his experience. I do feel bad. And like, I'm doing what I need to do and I love myself and I honor myself and I respect myself and I love the way that I did it and I love the way that I moved through it and I think it's so powerful that I took up that space and that I even spoke to the person who was talking shit to me like just like keeping my heart wide open throughout this entire experience was so important for me and so grounding and so regulating and I ended up getting out of that line like 10 minutes after and I got to the car and now my luggage is being shipped to my house and I would have been there for so much longer and had gotten home so much later. So we've all been there. You join a program, you gain so much momentum. And as soon as the program is over, you lose all of it. Or you're working with a one-on-one coach and have so much fast and epic progress. But when you let the coach go, you find yourself a little lost and demotivated again. 
that isn't because you're broken or because the course that you did didn't work or the coach that you worked with wasn't good enough. It's just proof that things like connection, mentorship, and support are something that is meant to be a constant in our lives. We are always going to be growing. We are always going to be unfolding into the next best version of ourselves. And humans are social beings. We need help. We need reflection. We need co-regulation from like-minded and trusted individuals. And that's why I created Ritual. Ritual is a monthly membership where you can receive the consistent connection and support that you need in the form of group coaching calls, community practices, and community connection. When you join the monthly membership, you not only gain access to these incredible monthly experiences, but you also gain access to over 50 pre-recorded teachings and practices in the form of audio, video, and worksheets, and this inventory is ever-growing. I don't believe that connection and consistent support has to cost anyone thousands of dollars a month. And that's why Ritual is the most affordable offer I have because connection and community is your goddess given right. If you're ready to receive the level of love and support that you deserve, go check out the link in the show notes or reach out to me on Instagram at JessEmbodied. Love you. Truthfully, like the energy the lesson that has been really integrated into my body is setting boundaries i because like i feel like boundaries haven't been an issue for me in the past but now there's just way more permission like okay yeah boundaries have definitely been an issue for me in the past but I mean since I've really started this relationship coaching journey and conscious relating with my with my community and with my partner it hadn't been really really difficult but there was still this like hidden sensation in my body that felt very dis like a lot of discomfort to set boundaries especially with people who aren't good at setting boundaries. I feel like we all have those friends and those family members and even partners that aren't good at setting boundaries themselves. So it's really hard to set a boundary with them because you know that they're not really gonna understand. Like I have friends that are really fucking good at setting a boundary. So when I share like, yeah, this is just what I want. This is what I do want. This is what I don't want. It's really easy with them because I know that they're just going to really understand me because they're really good at asking for what they want and what they don't want. But then I have those other friends who people please and who really let people kind of walk all over them or they end up feeling like super exhausted because they didn't stop when they wanted to. And those are the people that I feel sometimes a little nervous to set boundaries with because I feel like they're not really going to understand it. And I feel like what I got to really fully anchor in and embrace is that like me setting a boundary, even if it's uncomfortable for someone else, yes, it's going to activate them. It's going to feel maybe they might experience it as disrespectful and like it's important. It's so important because like that guy in line for example right like he was mad because he felt he didn't have permission to do the same and that's oftentimes what happens is people are mad at you when you set a boundary not because 
they're even mad at the situation, but it's more that you're just reflecting back to them that they haven't given themselves permission to set boundaries as well. And yeah, it's been so beautiful being able to fully embody that. Like I just feel it in my solar plexus. I feel it in my core and it wasn't easy. I had to go through this deeply somatic healing experience which I thought was so interesting because it was a it was a practice that I was going to share at the live your legacy retreat that I felt like I had already really done but in the safety of the container that I had at that space that I had at the Layla retreat that I had in Costa Rica in the jungle with the ocean and just the intentionality of being out of my household and in a space where I got to be whatever I wanted to be. I felt like I got to go a hundred layers deeper and having other people hold space for me, like that level of safety allowed me to really let go and to really surrender to the emotions and the behaviors and the dynamics that were blocking me from fully rooting this into my nervous system And it taught me so much more about the power of what kind of space that I want to really hold within my experiences and within my retreats and within my online courses. Not only that, but like Layla, like my favorite level of coaching is imperfect energy, like just showing up in your truth is so powerful because if you're hosting an experience, say it's an online course, maybe it's a one-on-one container, maybe it's a retreat, and you're constantly worrying about everything being perfect and everything looking the way that it needs to look and making sure that your clients are perfectly handheld and perfectly safe and have everything they need, right? There's, there's no, like, there's no awesome natural activation that gets to come in because truthfully what you're saying when you're trying to make everything perfect and you're trying to give your clients everything they need and you're hand holding and you're creating this experience where nobody's getting triggered and nobody's getting angry and everyone feels so perfectly freaking safe what you're actually saying is you don't trust your clients to create safety for themselves and you don't trust that they can find their way on their own path and they can learn about themselves as they move through this wild experience. And what I got to really learn is that as as much as the experience was beautifully, perfectly tailored, so much safety was available. There were so many safety nets, right? But truthfully, we were just kind of like, I'm not gonna say thrown, I'm not gonna say pushed. Like we were just like invited, into this container where we got to decide whether we do this or we don't. And it, it was like, we didn't really know what we were going to do, but it was perfectly consensual because there was so much choice. And then not only was there choice, there was so much safety and support by with other people and different levels of authority and different forms of professional um yeah just people with different professional backgrounds there to really support us 
And I just love how none of it was perfect. Like none of it was perfect. It was just wild, epic chaos that ended up being exactly what everyone needed because the truth of what happened within that chaos is everyone got to resource themselves. And I'm just so grateful that I went there and it's truthfully the leadership that I need because every time I come into an experience or a coaching container where someone's constantly telling me what to do or they're hand-holding or they're checking in on me constantly, I feel this like big need for space and that might just be me because I'm a fucking A-type personality and I like to not only break the rules, but I like to create my own rules. I truly believe, believe that rule breakers can be rule creators. Um, I love being a visionary, a creative. Like there was just so much beautiful space to be able to do what I needed to do. But there was also like a powerful timeline and a structure that I get. I got to learn to really surrender to. So the level of my ability to hold space for emotions and the connections that I made and the ideas that came through because personally for me so this experience we channeled so much sexual energy like we were in a room with 90 women all on our yoga mats doing our internal sexual expression but in a shared room experience where we were all in ritual doing sex magic, co-manifesting, breathing sexual energy into every level and layer of our chakras, into our entire body. And what that's really birthed through me is so much creative energy, so much creative power, because when we can really learn to channel sexual energy, that's when we can use it as power. And that's what I truly felt like I was able to fully embody because we were doing this like nine days in a row, like every single day. I think we would wake up at, uh, we would, I, w- I was waking up at 6 a.m. I would go to the beach and do a workout. And then we would, I would eat breakfast at seven. And then at 8 a.m. we would start our yoni egg practice with 90 plus women in the room where we're doing breathing and movement and sounding and channeling orgasmic energy through our body and healing our pussies and healing our breasts and connecting and sharing our experience we were stripping down and dancing to like the most dirtiest fucking music and just loving everything that we are and and fully shedding so much shame and that's really allowed me to come into so much freaking epic expression that that I'm like like I just want to scream every day in ecstatic bliss and and channeling all this sexual energy has allowed me to step into this space where I feel an abundance of like infinite creative power where I feel like right now I'm in a space where I'm feeling like I have so much permission to bring people through the experiences that I have always wanted to bring people through. I have so much trust in my ability to design and build workshops that are going to completely change, like catastrophically 
transform the way people relate and behave and experience this entire life. And I wish you guys could see me. I'm like sitting on my desk. I have like one leg up on my desk, the other leg down. And I'm just like sprawled out speaking to my mic. And yeah, I just feel this deep openness and readiness, especially around Live Your Legacy is the retreat that we're hosting this September 7th to 10th two hours south of Ottawa. For information on this, go to liveyourlegacy.live and you're going to get all the info as to what the intention is and an idea around what the workshops are. This is not really a sexual retreat, but really what we're going to be going through is a lot of what I'm talking about using people using community using the opportunity of conscious relating to fully shift and integrate a new way of being because most of us were not raised with conscious parenting where we were validated where we were seen where our emotions were seen as safe where we got all the nervous system regulation that we possibly needed to feel secure within ourselves to listen to our own innate genius no we were sent to schools where we had to sit down at desks and listen to people every single day where our brains and our bodies were trained to do certain things, where we had parents that might have been critical or judgmental of us or who didn't really lead us in life and give us the direction that we truly needed or who were a little bit emotionally immature and didn't know how to hold space for our emotions and didn't know really how to help us step into being the full expression and embodiment of, of who we're truly meant to be. And that's what Live Your Legacy, this retreat is all about. And it's a four-day experience. It's a men and women's experience, which I have never hosted a men's and women's experience, but I have worked with men individually and women individually. And I'm just so excited to really support men and women coming together to heal because truthfully, one thing that I felt like I was really missing from this experience, I wouldn't say it was missing, it was just like something that I was craving, which was strong masculine energy and powerful masculine presence and being able to witness men and their emotions and men and their experience while also having women around to amplify that polarity because I truly believe that when men and women come together, there is so much power there is so much divinity and healing. And that is really the experience that I'm creating. And I'm having some really, really epic co-facilitators come in. It is getting built up day by day. My creative process is the closer the date gets, the more clarity I have. And right now there's already so much clarity. We have such a beautiful, incredible space. We have a beautiful dome. We have the nicest dining area. We have a beach. We have water. We have beautiful rooms. We have a sauna. We have just the perfect space to facilitate so much safety and so much depth and it would be so beautiful to have you at this somatic healing retreat where you can really come and transform in community-based relational alchemy i would love to have you there ah <sighs> so yeah that really concludes this episode 
I just had to come on here and spill the beans and share my heart. And again, I just want to share so much gratitude. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy showing up here and hearing it, please review and rate the show. It supports the show immensely. If you feel there was any piece or part of this that someone needs to hear, or if you feel like you want to share this retreat opportunity with someone, you have a friend in mind that you'd love to bring with you, please share the podcast with them, send them the link. And uh, yeah, I bid you farewell. (laughs) I will talk to you next week. Sending you so much love. 